0: Hey, everybody. We are back at the uh, Lingrove Cemetery, and I brought a bunch of coins because there is a story about a gravestone that uh, has its head and will turn its head, and so is haunted. So I figured the best thing to do here is to uh, take my pocket full of coins and uh, give them out to any statues that have a head. I didn't particularly remember seeing a lot of statues with heads, but um, there are some. So we're going to kind of make our way around, see if we can find... find a number of them, and then um, give them some coin. Maybe that will help appease them. You know, I don't really know how it works. But um, I figure it's worth a try, right? It's a little weird being here just a tad earlier, a couple hours earlier, because it's like the the workers are trying very hard to uh, finish up so they can go home. But, you know... They're all, like, riding around on their mowers and stuff. Where before it was like, I think I saw one person. Um, well, this is kind of the wrap-up of Pottaween 2021. Um, it's been, it's been a good one. I enjoyed it. I hope you did, too. Um, you know, it's always, always my preference that you enjoy it. But, you know, I'm obviously not in control of that. (laughs) But... I always like hope that you enjoy what happened. I mean, that's often as I as I say, you know, the audience can go fuck themselves and I do believe that. I still that is still a core belief of mine. But um you know, I do feel like that's that's why I like to do this stuff is for entertainment, for everyone else's entertainment. But Pottawein is kind of for my entertainment, too. And that's, I think, what I like about it is I get to do something that I enjoy. I like looking at the, you know, the the macabre. Um, there's a grave here that says Krom, like the guy that Conan is into. Um, I, I like... I liked looking into this stuff. I liked looking into the legends of the town. I do feel that in looking into them, they seem less realistic than they did before. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like legends are more interesting when they're legends. And then when you go exploring them, they become, uh, you know, real life. And then you're like, eh. It's not that, uh, not that crazy. It makes the world, it feels a little bit like this Padaween, the world has become less magical. Uh, here's an unfortunate wanker grave. That's too bad. Um, there's also Maul. I assume that's Darth. <laughs> I'll just make a bunch of jokes about, uh, the graves. But, um... I guess, you know, I'm just feeling like, in some ways, that was a bit of a letdown. In some ways, it felt like, oh, I, I took some of the magic out of the world. So, you know, next, I think next year, I'm going to have to do, like I spoke about earlier, and Pottaween is going to be about assignments to put spookiness back into the world. And uh, hopefully, I'll get started on it early, so then I can report... On any results but uh, yeah I just uh, on the other hand I feel like you know some spookiness was removed but then I think it's like if you sort through all the scary stories and there are still a few things that are kind of spooky um, it does give those a little bit more right it gives those a little bit more heft because you're like, you know, I think most of this is bullshit. But uh this one, you know, or that one might have some merit to it. And I think that uh that helps. That certainly makes makes for something a little bit scarier. I'm actually going towards uh I was kind of trying to give myself a direction here. So I thought I would go towards the grave of W. D. French, who's supposedly the only person lynched in Greeley. Cause I kinda of figure well I'll I leave him a coin. Seems like he wasn't a great guy. But uh well maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should just leave well enough alone. Oddly he's got what looks looks to be kind of a fancy grave. Which I feel is surprising, because it seems like he wasn't very well liked. But maybe he had had money. Maybe that's part of what uh, didn't help his reputation. His big reputation. This might be it over here. Not totally sure. This is definitely... This is the time in your life when you need a Poon Master Flex. When you're looking... When you're navigating... A graveyard. Oh, I think he might be way up here. Okay. So anyway, that was... um, I guess we'll decide when we get there if we're going to bother him or not. It's like leaving a coin on his grave. Does that make it worse? Am I setting myself up for trouble by not leaving well enough alone or... Am I making amends for, you know, using his death as a spooky, scary podcast a weed? I don't know. I don't know how these things work. But, uh... Let's see. All right, we're very close now. Oh, here he is. Oh, and his wife is here. Married B., wife of... W.D. French, and then, I assume he's on one of these sides, Wilbur D. French, died 1888, and it just says died, that's that's fair, when did she die, 1887, so the year before, well, I don't know, I don't know how to do this now, because I was like, oh I'll just leave it and say it's For her, for him, or whatever. But I'll I'll just leave them each something. Just call it a day. Feel bad for the lady. And uh, he can have this. You know, I guess, once again, I I don't necessarily feel like uh, having the jail cell torn apart and being pulled out is necessarily lovely. So, that seems a little harsh. But yeah, Pottaween, last couple of years it's been weird, right? Last year was COVID. I wanted to do all this last year because I thought it'd be kind of like an armchair travel thing, but uh Poonmaster Flex had some health stuff going on that prevented that from being even remotely possible. So, that didn't work out. It wasn't entirely her fault. It was like I I didn't prepare. And then when that stuff was happening, I was like, well, there's just no way. It's kind of a miracle there was a Pottaween last year. And so, uh, you know, we went with the candy one. Because I was just like, I don't know, what's like a feel-good Halloween topic? And I'm not like a warm, fuzzy Halloween. It's funny, me and Poon Master Flex have like polar opposite Halloween aesthetics. Mine is like... Yeah, spooky, gore, skeletons, blood. Yes, yes to all, and hers is more like fall leaves, cute kitties, cute owls, etc. Um. So anyway, it was it was probably a more Poonmaster flex-oriented Halloween. That would also, I think, be a good episode. Halloween. Is like we'll just do every other episode. So one will be mine, one will be hers, and we'll just alternate, alternate until we arrive at uh, the end of the month. And it's like, okay, well that's, that's two different kinds of Halloweens. But there are not a lot of statues with heads on them that could potentially be turning. I wore my tightest jeans, too, in hopes of turning some heads. That would be so scary but the ultimate compliment if you were like you know I've been hitting the squats pretty hard and uh a dead person's grave turned to look at my butt I mean can you really can you beat that (laughs) can anyone beat that who could beat that like if they got it on film and there was a statue in a graveyard that turned to face like J-Lo at a funeral, I think everyone would be like well, I think that's the most, you know, forget the whole thing about her insuring her butt or her legs or whatever she did she legs? I thought she was butt anyway fuck all that at this point she, she had someone basically come from the grave um, to look at her butt Oh, maybe I see a tiny statue over here looks like a little guy. Probably Jesus. I'm betting it's Jesus. If there's going to be a guy out here, seems like Jesus is a sure bet. But yeah, if you had if you had that um you had that from beyond the grave check out of your butt. That would have to be that would be the all-time butt. There would just be no no beating that. I'm glad we got some butt stuff in here. We didn't really get as much uh toilety stuff as we usually got. At one point, um I was looking at a story of someone did find a body in like a uh toilet in like a, a park or something. But I think it was a baby. And then I was like, Oh, I think this is one of those like maybe stillborn Maybe, um, uh, you know, person having a baby and didn't tell anyone, and then it died for whatever reason. Like, you know, this is one of those ones that I was like, eh, I don't know if this is a spooky story so much as it's a story about the terrors of the healthcare system, huh? Kind of over by Infant Denny again from uh, the beginning of the month. Oh, it looks like a maybe a St. Francis? Is that a guy? I don't know if this is like an officially sanctioned statue. This looks like something someone may have brought here. But that's fine. I'm going to just put a coin there anyway, just to be safe. Oh, there's a prairie dog hole out here. Big one. Um, Lastenia M. Valadez. Another Valadez. Oh, and there's a little little heart on her grave, a little, uh, like, I don't know what you would call this, a charm, a stuffed animal, but it's a heart thing with sequins, which I'm like, that shows love and fabulousness to excellent qualities. Um, that's definitely what I'd like on my grave. Spending this much time in the graveyard has made me consider being interred in a graveyard But mostly because it would give other people an excuse to go to the graveyard. Um, I, at one time in my life, took a tour, not a tour, a self-guided tour of uh, the mausoleum in Portland. So it used to be like the public mausoleum, like the city owned it. And then it got purchased by a company. Um, And so when that happened, you know, it was closed to the public. But um, I'd read about it because Chuck Palinick talked about. he would go right there because it was quiet but interesting. and then a lot of his book, "Survivor" is set there. So I was like, "I want to go there. This sounds And it, it was pretty interesting. Like I saw some pictures and was like, "This looks really weird." So I did. I went there, and uh, I had this plan. I looked up a grave. Or a person who was interred there. Um, interred just sounds like, again, toilet stuff. Now that I got on toilet stuff, it's over. I can't not. Um, someone was interred there who I was like, Okay, I traced their genealogy back uh, far enough so that I knew they were in Colorado at some point. And theoretically could be like my great-grandfather. And I was like, that's far enough removed that I don't have to know anything. Um but you know I had this paper where I wrote everything down, all the details, and I was just basically gonna say, This is where my great grandfather is. I don't know much about him. My grandmother asked me to come here and visit his grave. Um and I even I rode the bus and on the way it stopped like in front of a grocery store, so I ran out and bought some flowers and took them because I was like, this is a good cover. I brought like a nice button up shirt and you know, a pair of pants that I was like these pass for formal pants. All right, here's another statue. Just go ahead and do this. That is uh, Mary is the statue. I'm getting almost down to to pennies. Let's see if I can do better for Simona Gomez. Oh here's a dime. Much better. Uh so I brought pants that would would pass for, like, khaki or business pants. And a button-up shirt that I tucked in, as was the style for formality at the time. And, uh, did all this so I could visit this mausoleum. And if I got there, you know, when they were like, you can't just come in here, I'd be like, oh, no, no, this is, this is fine. Um... So I get there, I got my shirt, I got my flowers, I like go to open my mouth to explain what I'm doing, and the lady just immediately buzzed me through, and it was like, uh, when I went to the skating rink as a kid, they had a a buzzer, so you would pay to get in, they would buzz the door, and you would go in. I mean, it was like very high security for a roller rink, I guess, but uh, it was effective, but, um... I it was kinda like that, except the security was less intense. She asked me no questions. It was almost like when I was preparing to say something, that she was annoyed. That she was like, Uh, I don't I don't need to hear your fucking life story. Just go in. Whatever. Who cares? So I, I did. I went in, who cares? And I walked around and it was like Weird, it was like very throwback, very retro looking in there But it was cool, like I liked it It was quiet, it was nice There were some like kids areas where there were a bunch of toys and stuff set out And I don't know, it was just, every floor was different And the floors had labels on the elevator buttons You know, and they were labeled things like, I can't remember exactly But you know, like heaven or, you know, the light or something They had names instead of one, two, three, four, five. And it was just a a lovely experience. So part of me is like, maybe I should get interred somewhere like that or somewhere interesting, and then people would be forced to visit. I do also want to have like some kind of thing, you know, so that if I die, uh, people can take a bunch of time off from work. Like, I just want to write into it, like, hey, you know, um, you can, t- anyone who wants to can say they're responsible for my <laughs> settling some portion of my affairs. So they're like, I'm not going to be able to make it into work for the rest of the week. <laughs> or, like, if I do, like, let's say I got interred in Portland, it'd be like, well, I'm going to have to take probably a week off work so I can go out there and whatever. And frankly, I'm kind of like, well, even if I got cremated, I would just want to tell everyone that that was happening. So then if people wanted to take a vacation, they could go out and uh, take that vacation. Okay, we're passing near the little section of the cemetery that's Fort Latham, which, you know, we visited the original two sites of uh, that cemetery. And uh, this is the final spot. We'll make our way over there and leave a coin. The statue must be this one that's near the entrance. Because I can't think of... I mean, there's, like, really not a lot of other statues. And that's the only one that I didn't identify as, like, a specific figure that we all know. You know, that wasn't uh, Mary or Jesus. That was somebody. Some statue. Oh, there's a huge bench right here that says Fagerberg family. I'm just going to leave that for you, the makers of the produce. Okay, 1861 to 1874, Fort Latham Cemetery. The known buried here are uh, 1809, Magdalena Simon, 1861, two plowhead infant sons. And then it just says several others unknown. So... Got another dime. Dropping a dime. Here you go, everybody. Fort Latham. Look at this, bringing it all back around. So we're going to walk towards the entrance here. Um, and then I... I think we're done. I think this is the the end of Pottaween. I always sort of like more in the end of Pottaween. Pottaween is like... You know, I used to run 5Ks a lot. It was like I would train up for it, and I would get excited by it, and it was it was nice because it does help because when you're thinking about, like, do I really want to do this workout today or whatever, and then you're like, I don't, but if I don't do this today when it's uh, race time, that's what I'm going to be thinking about. I'm going to be like, you should have done it, man could have done that workout and so instead you can be thinking I did every workout I'm as close to ready as I can possibly be and so you'd work and work and then when it actually comes around it's kind of miserable like the the 5k races were tough because it just feels like it's like trying to sustain almost sprint as long as you can and maybe a mile into the race, I'd always be like, why am I doing this? Like, I hate this. This hurts. It sucks. I don't want to do it anymore. But then you'd finish, and then you'd feel pretty good about finishing, and, you know, if if you ran a time that you liked and stuff. And then you're like, I'm going to do this again. I think I could do better. Or it's just like, I don't know. There's something about, I remember reading this theory cuz uh someone was like every time i run a race like almost immediately after the race starts i'm like oh god why did i do this again and then cut to a month later and i'm doing it again and um the theory was that uh it goes to childbirth which is like it's horrible it's painful and a lot of people have expressed this thing of like you know i kind of forgot what it felt like And just remembered the positive aspects So then I was like Yeah I'll get pregnant again And then you do that cycle And then you remember again that it's not fun And it hurts But you're like And you just keep cycling that way right And I think that's kind of how Racing works um, And I think that's a little how Pottaween works where It's like It's a lot of work and it's painful But then I can't wait for it to come around again. And, you know, sometimes when I'm halfway through, I'm like, you know, maybe we should do, like, Padaween in July or August, halfway to Padaween, Padaween. But uh, then I usually don't, and that's always a good decision. But, uh, yeah, I love it. I love it. I'm happy to do it. And I'm happy that you all enjoy listening to it. Um, this just came to me now, but I guess it's the most inappropriate thing I could think of to do, so I'm going to have to do it, which is to say, hey, if you've been listening this month, maybe you're new to all this, um, I do have a Patreon, go to helpfulsnowman.com and you'll see links to everything at the top. I have books for sale, I have all kinds of stuff, if you liked this month of podcasting, You will like some of the books that I've done. Um, If this sort of, like, mixture of light and dark is your jam, then uh, those will probably be right up your alley. Right up your a-hole. Alley hole. So that was a... This is the most inappropriate place I could think to do a plug and the most inappropriate time. I'm like, let's wrap up this pot of wean on a light but emotional note, and I'm like, how about give me money? Now that we're walking, taking a walk among the tombstones, the Liam Neeson thing to do, um, it's gotten me very reflective on how you could be giving me money, and you probably aren't. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know. It's it's weird. I I just never spent much time in cemeteries before this, and like, I en- I enjoy this place. It's nice. It's peaceful. It seems like respectful, but it doesn't. It's not like spooky to me. I mean, it's the daytime, so that one here's an angel. I don't think this is actually an official thing either, but I I will give it a penny because why not, right? It's tiny, so it can just use a penny. That seems reasonably adequate for a palm-sized angel. Um, My palm-sized angel. My kitten. Here's a guy buried with a bunch of Dallas Cowboys stuff on his grave. That's cool. I, I... It's interesting that people put that stuff on their their grave. I mean, this is the ultimate version where you have to look at it as like, good for him, not for me, because I'm like, you know, (laughs) I can't imagine putting like a a company logo on my grave, let alone a football team. But I'm the wrong guy to talk about that because, you know, I'm not. I'm not interested in football in life, so for me to be interested in it in death seems highly unusual. But I guess I would encourage everybody listening to go to their local graveyard. Here's what I would do. Get on Find a Grave, look for photo requests for your local cemetery, and fulfill one. It's a great reason to... uh, Oh, here's this W.D. Farr, who uh, my library was named after. I don't think I'm going to see any more statues, so I'm going to leave him a penny. Thanks for the uh, library, buddy. Uh, (laughs) You know, I don't know. Hopefully he's not like an evil guy. Probably is, because it seems like most guys are evil guys. History guys. All these history guys turn out to be evil. But uh, whatever, it's a penny. He wasn't so evil that he was lynched in 2007. He just died. So that's something. Um, But yeah, I would... And get that find-a-grave. Find Find one that has a photo request. Find like four or five, because based on my experience, you'll show up and will not find all of the ones you're looking for. But, um, and then go and check it out. I think you'll find it kind of interesting, I think that um and it gives you a reason to be there. You know what I mean? You're not just like walking around, looking around, you're actually doing something productive. ah shit here's a here's one. oh, and I'm out of coins. This is an angel. I don't know that she could turn her head. There's nowhere to go. That's what I'm going to tell myself. But uh, it gives you a reason to go in there and walk around and feel like you have an excuse to be there. I mean, nobody has bothered me any of the times I've been here, and I've been walking around with a microphone a bunch of the times. So, uh, you know, that's not exactly super normal behavior. But no one's given me any kind of hard time at all. No one's even mentioned it. There's a big memorial here. that I'm not sure what it is. I guess this is where a bunch of people must be uh, ashes are in here. Huh. It's very modern looking. Um, But yeah, I... Whether it's Halloween season or, like, you want to go and it's less spooky. Um, Go and check it out. I don't know. It seems like a a nice thing to do. And it's like... I'd like to think that... um, I'd like to think that if I were buried somewhere like this, that people would be around. You know what I mean? Like I guess my vision of cemeteries would be that they're a little bit more (laughs) lively... But really, like, that it's, like, not this scary, weird thing. That it's a more, uh, common thing. Or that it's not, it's not this big taboo. Because it doesn't feel, being in here, it doesn't feel taboo. It feels nice. It feels like, I don't know, I keep saying peaceful. And I guess that's it. Okay, well, I'm convinced that this is the statue, and that I gave the right statue a coin, and... Gave her a quarter. So uh as coins go, that's that's pretty much your king of coins right there. Unless I was gonna go get like a fifty cent piece or something. But uh seems disrespectful. Seems like rubbing it in everyone's face. Like fifty cent got shot a bunch of times and he survived. Why didn't you? That's what I'm gonna tell myself. Save myself fifty percent on uh being respectful. <laughs> That's how you know you're being respectful, is when you're also saving. Uh, When you can add savings to your respectfulness, that's when you've really hit the jackpot. Okay, everybody. That's the end of Potoween. Have a good Halloween, by the way. Dress up, even if you stay home. That's what I'm doing. I'm not going anywhere, because I'm not an idiot. But um, I'm still dressing up. Still going to put out candy for kids or teens or adults. I don't really care at this point. At this point, I'm like, nobody comes to our house. So anyone who has the guts and uh, the fortitude to come out to our house is getting fucking candy. I'm sorely tempted to put a sign up at our clubhouse at our condo that's just like, full-size candy bars while they last. Halloween, this house. But then I'm like, does that seem, like, creepy? Like, it's like, I'm trying to lure kids there. Maybe I'll just put on it, like, kids, adults, teens, I don't care. I'll kill anyone. (laughs) All right. Happy Halloween.